everyone, I'm Lisa. And I'm Dawn. And if you've ever watched a TV show and thought to yourself, oh my god, that season finale plot twist was absolutely bonkers. Or seen a movie and thought, wow, I need to talk to somebody about this train wreck immediately. Then we think you'll fit right in with our podcast, I Hate It, Let's Watch It. We watch TV shows like Riverdale and Emily in Paris. And movies like Deep Water, Killer Sofa, Rubber, and Deadly Illusions. And we give them the total rinse they deserve. It's basically group therapy for movie masochists. So come check us out wherever you stream podcasts. Before I continue, the candle that I got from Dark Fate Creations is almost out. It still smells like Fruit Loops. So I'm probably going to get another one, and I have my eyes on one and just in time for April. That's birthday month for those that don't know. The one I got a few months ago for Christmas from them was called Serial Killer. And according to the creator of the candle and owner of Dark Fate Creations, Liz Newman, friends since high school by the way she was inspired by the halloween episode i did in october so i'm definitely going to be ordering let them eat cake and this one smells like lavender vanilla and buttercream deliciously blended to create an elegant slice of heaven aka cake for those that are new here and want to support a small business check out dark free creations their candles are vibrant colorful marble tops amazing Mouth-watering fragrances, fueled by lovely braided cotton wicks. Paper threads woven into every cotton wick for clean, romantic, slow, and consistent burn. Each candle is unique from the next, as they are hand-mixed and hand-poured, right in Grass Valley, California. They use only coconut and soy waxes, paraffin-free, for a safer, cleaner, and longer burn time. That's almost 72 hours. They not only care about the look, fragrance and quality of their candles and as well as the other products but also the effects they have in your homes so just check out some candles i burn mine every other night i'm about to start the podcast and don't forget to include a card diffuser the link will be in the show notes podcasting geeks boy do i miss calling you all that probably because i'm podcasting geek myself so i relate to all of you listeners welcome to episode 97 wow we're almost at the historic monumental 100 episodes so these next few episodes are going to be how do you say it ms awesome Episode 98 will be the big WrestleMania weekend, and then the podcast will be taking a small break, and we will be right back with two grand spanking new episodes for the new season, which also includes the beautiful and chaotic 100th episode. I'm actually thinking of posting the link to the 100th episode on Twitter, just so it be chaotic and see who wants to join in with me and just talk about whatever but we'll see if I have anything planned for it, or we just want to see what's coming up in the wrestling world. We are a week away from what I like to call our Super Bowl Oscars and red carpet. 
I'm already hyped. And we'll be getting dressed up for the occasion. Just to sit my ass at home and watch a whole weekend worth of wrestling-related content, which is WrestleMania weekend. To help me with today's very special prediction episode, it's not only a friend of the podcast, but she is also a big fan. She's been on the show before. Episode 57, to be exact. She appreciates the Tribal Chief, the head of the table, like I do around here. Some of us have to. Please welcome back to the show my biggest supporter, one of my best friends. She's sweet, but she's a menace, but she's also smiling. I told her to hit that Wu-Tang name generator just like Childish Gambino did to get a new name, and she came out with an awesome name. To you, she's menace smiling, but to me, she will always be my sweet, sweet friend, Sarah. Welcome back, Sarah, with no H. That's right, because H's are ugh. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no disrespect to anybody with a Sarah with an H. That's right. Just saying, just, just saying. That's what I'm saying, okay? <laughs> oh, my goodness. How you been? What's going on? What is I've been good. Well, just hanging in there. Not, you know, just trying to be a good supporter to my bestie, you know. Of course, of course. We love that around here. Yes. We have a lot to predict on this show. It's going to be an epic weekend. I have my Dark Fate Creations candle ready. I'm getting Zoa for that weekend. We're turning that weekend into fancy WrestleMania weekend. I can't wait. Sarah, how about you? I can't either. It's going to be a busy weekend. But, you know, and I have to tell myself to stay off social media till I'm able to watch right. WrestleMania. Yeah, we, we yeah. No spoilers around here until the last yeah, day of the last night. That's uh, the last time you were on the show, we found out a little about you. You got to tell us that you were lucky enough to get to your first WWE event, and it would eventually be the last event for a while due to COVID hitting. And now here we are, years later, we are back to normalcy. We are back to not giving a fuck and sitting next to people and yelling for our favorite wrestlers again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, hey, and then high-fiving them. You know, when something good happens, because we're all chanting for the same person. It's, it's all right. I have a whole wall of um, face mask out here, so it's all good, yeah. just in case. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. hey, hey, we collect things, okay? Yeah, exactly. WrestleMania weekend is one of my all-time things. I always get so hyped. It's our Super Bowl, as I mentioned earlier, only because we get a full week of great action and possibly our season finale of whatever storyline they're going to wrap up or leave us wanting more to tune in the next night. This year, WrestleMania is emanating from Sophie Stadium in Inglewood, California, the original location of WrestleMania 37 before the COVID pandemic forced it to be relocated. And we all know how that went. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the Miz is hosting this two-night event. That's right. Since 2020, it has now become a tradition to host WrestleMania for two nights instead of just one big spectacular night. 
or as CM Punk once said, uh, two night spectacular extravaganza. Yeah, he said it on AEW, whatever. But that's not all that's happening that weekend. We also got NXT's Stand and Deliver on Saturday and the WWE Hall of Fame on Friday night, which we will get to momentarily. Um, California is not only hosting WrestleMania, people from all over the world come to watch and they usually stay at hotels and enjoy the scenery a week in advance. So local wrestling promotions take advantage of that and host their shows that exact week. So right here, right now, for the first time ever, I have their itinerary of that week. It all starts Wednesday, March 29th in Los Angeles at the Don Quixote. Lots of book signings, lots of local wrestlers, and I'm only going to name a few wrestlers that I actually recognized at these events, because I don't know the rest of them. They're all indie. Uh, Dark Arts Entertainment is hosting Monster Mania. Uh, Pandemonium Pro Wrestling is hosting Pro Wrestling TV Volume 4, the best dancing with wrestlers that include Masha Slamovich from uh, Impact Wrestling, Steph DeLander, who you all know from NXT, who got released last year, uh, Chris Bay from The Bullet Club, Act Yasukawa, who I've mentioned on the show in a segment. Jack Evans, as well as Jack Carterwheel, who you may have seen on AEW recently. And one of my favorite indie wrestlers, I follow her on Instagram and Twitter, Heather Monroe. Y'all should check her out. Then, and then at 8 p.m., you have, they're going to have midget wrestling at the Whiskey O'Gogo. Hey, Sarah, who's... Who's your favorite mini wrestler? I don't have one. <laughs> oh, come on. Um, I didn't even know that was a thing anymore. It's still... Um, <laughs> what's his name? The Leprechaun guy. The reason we have this podcast name. I forgot his name. Um, he lived under the ring. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I forgot his name. <laughs> I uh, all right. I found this one hilarious. We have Max Mini from the 90s Attitude Era showing up. There's going to be a mu- musical guest as well as Frankie Kazarian and possibly in the main event. The small attraction will have, and I'm not lying, okay? Listen to me. Listen. Okay. The main event. Finally, after all these years, we're going to squash the beef. Mini 50 Cent. Oh, my God. Versus Mini Ja Rule. Oh, my God. <laughs> the yeah. main event, the mini main event that everyone's been wanting to see. Who is the best mini wrestler? If Mini 50 Cent or Mini Ja Rule is murder. Well, it's a mini murder. Yeah, <laughs> oh goodness uh, I'm going to have to look into that see who wins because that's hilarious <laughs> hopefully somebody puts it on YouTube I'm invested in this already it's a small investing invest, investing whatever uh, small investment yeah <laughs> a small investment there it is uh, then the next day Thursday more wrestling action of course some of these wrestlers I just mentioned like to work all week I might have seen Heather Monroe's name more than once. I've seen Alberto Del Rio. I was like, damn, where did they pick this guy from? I haven't heard that name in a while. Uh, mm-hmm. Cody Bushi, Davy Boy Smith Jr., John Moxley. He's going to be out there 
as well. Um, you know, because he has to hang out with his boys. Sure. Shield. Anyway, some of the best high flying and legendary luchadores will be in action as well. I lost count at fifty venues. There could be more. I don't know. I was like, oh, okay. And then, and then, you have WrestleMania weekend convention itself, WrestleCon, with four sessions, four nights. It doesn't even end this weekend. It goes on to Monday and Tuesday of next week. Lots of great meet and greet. Lots of wrestling. Lots of action. I will have the itinerary in the show notes because this is huge. And then I will cover all of this on a big, awesome Aftermath episode. Hopefully, I will get a lot of reactions and audio from some of my favorite supporters. Movies and feelings. Pop, pop. Bring Your Own Popcorn is a podcast that dives into people and the movies who love them. Let us preach to your choir or stoke your ire as we spiral down memory lane with cult classics, jurassics, and other genres that rhyme with traffic. What we lack in education, we make up for with comedy, compassion, and camaraderie. I'm your host, Mixtape Majesty, inviting you to join me and an assortment of wonderful guests on fine podcast apps everywhere. Bring Bring your own popcorn. Hi, everyone. This is JJ, the co-founder of Good Pods. If you haven't heard of it yet, Good Pods is like Goodreads or Instagram, but for podcasts. It's new, it's social, it's different, and it's growing really fast. There are more than 2 million podcasts, and we know that it is impossible to figure out what to listen to. On Good Pods, you follow your friends and podcasters to see what they like. That is the number one way to discover new shows and episodes. You can find Good Pods on the web or download the app. Happy listening. So let's get right to the Hall of Fame stuff. I only seen three people that are inducted this year. Three well-deserving people. Mm-hmm. Do you know who uh, any of these people are? <laughs> Great Muta. I, you know, I haven't heard of who the third one is. I've um, only saw Rey Mysterio and Andy Kaufman. Oh, um, the Great Muta. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, Aiden, I did see that. Yeah, that's right. like that's all we saw. Three people. Okay. All right, I wasn't. So, sure. I, I don't know why I blanked on the Great Muta. Uh, hmm. KG Muto, or legendary wrestler, I might add, his career has spanned from 1984 in New Japan Pro Wrestling. On J- June 12 of 2022, Mito announced his intention to retire from professional wrestling in 2023. And on October 30th, it was announced that Shinsuke Nakamura, while still under a WWE contract, will be Mito's opponent for the NOAA, the New Year show on January 1st, 2023. At the event, Nakamura defeated Mito, who was wrestling under his great Mito persona. On January 2nd, 2023, at the great Mito final bye-bye, Mito wrestled his last match under his great Mito persona, teaming with Sting and Darby Allin to defeat Hakushi, Akira, and Namuchi Marufuji. On February 21st, Mito wrestled the full, final full match of his professional wrestling career, losing to Tetsuya Naito and the Keiji Mito Grand Final Pro Wrestling Last Love event. After the match, Mito challenged Masahiro Chono, who was on commentary for the match with Naito and hadn't wrestled a match in nine years to an impromptu final match. 
with China won by submission, the opposite result from their common debut nearly 39 years before. Inducting him will be WWE Hall of Famer and one of his best friends. Gentlemen, hide your wives. The nature boy, Ric Flair. Woo! 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 <laughs> Don't you start that with me! <laughs> oh, I love that freaking promo they both did. Um, Mito's accomplishments include four-time IWGP heavyweight champion, three-time Triple Crown heavyweight champion, one-time GHC heavyweight champion, one-time NWA World's heavyweight champion, one-time NWA television champion, one-time WCW World Tag Team champion. He was a winner of the 1992 Battle Bowl. He popularized or innovated moves such as the Shining Wizard, the Moonsault, the Mutalock, and the Asian Mist. I am excited for this one. <laughs> like, he... The great Rita has been a freaking legend for years. Yes, he has. Next up in the Celebrity Hall of Fame, not one of my favorite wrestlers, but one of my favorite moments was watching his acting and his movies. And hopefully, hopefully, Jim Carrey stays as far away from this as possible. The posthumous inductee, Andy Kaufman. A comedian and actor who rose to fame in the late 1970s and early 1980s as a star of the TV series Taxi, Kaufman became involved in wrestling by promoting himself as the intergender wrestling champion of the world. Of the world. He was legendary. He was undefeated. No woman would ever beat him. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Where he would wrestle against women only. This would lead. What do you want, dog? This would lead to a feud with Jerry Lawler and the Continental Wrestling Association. I'm sorry, not like that. This would lead to a feud with Jerry Lawler and the Continental Wrestling Association. You gotta say it just like Andy Kaufman would. A wrestling, wrestling. Anyway, <laughs> as part of the feud, Lawler famously slapped Kaufman in the face during an interview on Late Night with David Letterman. Was it a shoot? Was it real? Was it fake? Who knows? We don't. Nobody knows. Only Kaufman and uh, Jerry Lawler know that. Ever since, considering by considered by WWE as one of her first celebrities to cross over into wrestling, Jerry Lawler will be inducting him. I better not see Jim Carrey or lounge singer Tony, Tony Clifton anywhere near this. I better not see them. I know, dog. I know. I better not see them either. <laughs> and finally, I haven't seen anyone else. So there's only three during recording of this episode. The final inductee. Who's that flying out the sky? R-E-Y. Mysterio. The nephew of Ray Mysterio Jr. Mysterio began his wrestling professional wrestling career in 1989 at age 14 on the independent circuit before signing with AAA in 1992. After a brief period performing for Extreme Championship Wrestling, Mysterio departed to World Championship Wrestling in 1996. In WWE, Mysterio helped popularize Licho Libre in the United States, which led to the rise of cruiserweight wrestling divisions. While he was also 
won the WCW Cruiserweight Championship five times and the WCW World Tag Team Championship three times. He then wrestled for CMLLL and joined World Wrestling Entertainment in 2002. Inducting him would be his longtime best friend. He is the godfather of both Aliyah and Dominic. Viva la raza and definitely bout it, bout it, Conan. Rey Mysterio is a one-time WWE champion, two-time World Heavyweight champion, two-time WWE Intercontinental champion, two-time WWE United States champion, eight-time WWE Cruiserweight champion, four-time WWE Tag Team champion, one-time WWE SmackDown Tag Team champion, three-time WWE World Tag Team champion, one-time WWE Cruiserweight Tag Team champion, and the 2006 Royal Rumble runner. Sarah, what is your favorite Rey Mysterio moment? You know... I think um, my favorite one was uh, always with him and Eddie Guerrero. Oh. Anytime they fought, it was amazing. And just to see, you know, their chemistry together. Yeah. Was always, always my favorite. That was lovely all the time. Yeah. I enjoyed you know, it. And, and I think the whole, you know, Dominic is... <laughs> um, you know, not Ray son. That was that was pretty funny. <laughs> uh, hey, Dominic but, is mine, hey. eh? <laughs> We've always wanted that Dominic on a pole match. It's never happened. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, oh, you know, at first you think it's kind of cruel, you know, but then you hear the backstory of it, you know, that it was actually something that you know Dominic was like oh yeah you know that'd be funny you know I just can't stand Dominic now but I know right <laughs> you like, know how I feel about him so. exactly like he getting La Chancla ready for it just about everybody's Please. getting La Chancla ready for him that's right the so, <laughs> mommy knows nothing about La Chancla mommy knows nothing about La Chancla that's hilarious <laughs> no. um <laughs> He's even starting to dress up as him, uh, have it wear his hair just like him. Like, damn, dude. Okay. <laughs> that is hilarious. Uh, night one of WrestleMania weekend actually starts on Saturday, April 1st at the Crypto.com Arena in Los Angeles, California at noon Central Time, exclusively on the Peacock Network. Here is the card for the NXT Stand and Deliver premium live event. There will be a ladder match for the NXT Women's Championship at Roblox after Roxanne Perez retained her NXT Women's Championship. She suddenly collapsed in the ring. Perez was then taken out of the arena in an ambulance while nodding her head to say that she was okay. The following week, Shawn Michaels issued a statement via Twitter that Perez was discharged from the hospital. However, after numerous tests, Perez held was still in question. With that fact, Michaels announced a ladder match as Stan Deliver to crown a new NXT Women's Champion. Qualifying matches began that same episode where Zoe Stark and Gigi Dolan qualified by defeating Sol Rocca and Keanu James, respectively. The following week, Tiffany Stratton and Lyra Valkyria qualified by defeating Hindi Hartwell and Ivy Nile, respectively. A last chance match between Rucka, Hartwell, and Nile was scheduled for the next week episode to determine the last spot in the match. 
which was won by Hartwell. Also on that note, I'm going to post this after NXT. Because this is a spoiler. (laughs) (laughs) So on Tuesday night, I got to post this. Okay. I don't know how they... I'm like, when did Hartwell win? Wait a minute. If this person... Because I just saw Tiffany and Lyra just like last night. And then I'm like, wait, when did Hartwell show up? Oh, damn. Okay. It's a spoiler. It was taped. Great. Good to yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm looking at the... That's what I was like, what are you talking about? Because I'm looking at the card on uh, online. And yeah. in the picture... It doesn't the, say that, right? The fifth person is, you know, question mark. question mark. Yeah, it just has you know some wrestler in a like a sports bra. <laughs> yeah, they show everybody then, else, but you know, like a then, blank. Yeah. So they have a vacant in a sport bra. Yeah. <laughs> like a mannequin-looking person. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right. Um. Yeah, because I went on um, what's it called Wikipedia, and I saw it. I was like, uh, so, so it must be taped, huh? All right, I guess. Yeah. Um, I'm calling it for Zoe Stark or India Hartwell. Both have been there for quite a while. It would really be a swerve if suddenly Tiffany Stratton wins after being gone for quite a while. Yeah. So maybe with the sexual attraction that was left behind by Mandy Rose, we get a second coming of that with Stratton. What do you think? It's toxic attraction, not sexual attraction. Yeah, uh, that. Maybe. <laughs> toxic attraction, right. Yeah. Okay. I, you know, I don't know. I think they're really trying to push Gigi Dolan. Yeah, yeah. but she's too. She's a space right now, right? She's turned into, like, this good girl. Yeah. But, like, I, I don't see her right now. Yeah. Like, not right now. Like, give her some time to be by herself because that's what they're yeah. trying to do with her and the other girl. Mm-hmm. But to, like, give her the belt now, it's like, nah, I don't think so. Uh, give it to Zoe Stark or Indy. Those are the picks. Yeah. But if I they're going by, Indy. oh my God, yeah. yeah. I right, think Indy. Indy. I like Indy. Indy, all right. And mm-hmm. when the hell does Shawn Michaels start having a freaking. Uh, like a backstage thing, like he, he's now what he's a he's announcing ladder matches. He's announcing this. He, he's a Maybe is he a general he's manager? The Maybe <laughs> when this guy is like I don't know telling the establishment to suck it twenty years ago. He's now I telling know. us like uh, you got to listen to us, sir. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What the I hell? don't know. Just, I mean, I knew he's always been like a backstage presence. Right. You know, but I didn't think that he was, you know, doing a lot with NXT, like in the, you know, like in the front, like with the talent. I know he was helping train talent. Yeah. But I didn't he know he was, training. you know. I mean, he was helping Logan Paul, training him and stuff. Uh, or he was watching him train. Lame. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Logan Paul is, you know, for him having a little bit of training, he's he's kind of impressive. I'm just over this. He comes, you know, for 
the big events, you know. The big money. Yeah. I'm like, uh, he signed a contract, you know, and yes, he started out at, at WrestleMania because he, or SummerSlam, trying to, you know, with get revenge on The Miz. That's fine yeah. and dandy. But, you know, now he just only comes when he wants to. No, you're not that big of a star in, in wrestling that you can do that. You got to earn that. You got to earn it. Yeah. You know Roman Reigns. No. <laughs> wow. Um, moving on. <laughs> on the March 21st episode of NXT, the Creed Brothers, Brutus Creed and Julius Creed, played pool and darts with NXT Tag Team Champions Gallus, Mark Kofi, and Wolfgang in a bar and then agreed to a title match and stand and deliver. Tony D'Angelo on Channing stacks Lorenzo appeared at the scene making a triple threat tag team match. This kind of feels like a throwaway match put in at the last minute. I haven't watched NXT in a while, and I'm surprised Dax has made it this far and is still employed. Um, what was his partner two two times or two times? <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I remember one of those names two times, right? Was it two times or was that the the movie? Goodfellas. Maybe that was the movie. Okay, right, so two dimes, so two dimes, so twenty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like got released because he did some stupid shit. So like, okay, so they've gone this far with the whole Tony D'Angelo and Stacks a storyline, and um, two dimes getting released was like last year at this time. So it's like, wow, that's that's too much, man. Get get rid of these people. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, this will probably be the first night of first match of the night, but I'm going to say the longest NXT UK Tag Team Champion win. The Gallus retains. Yeah, I you know I like I said like I told you before I haven't watched so sure sure let's go the only, let's go the only that. one that I'm you know the only one really that I would look forward to to be honest would be. What should be the main event? Braun Breaker and Carmelo. It hopefully is the main event. Yeah. Uh, so on the February 7th episode of NXT, Ava Reign of Schism, which, you know, is The Rock's daughter. Um, Schism is Jagger Reed, Rip Fowler, and Joe Gacy attacked Thea Hale of Chase University, which comprises of Andrew Chase and Duke Hudson. Um, later that night, Chase University, Chase and Hudson lost their match after Hale showed up with Shism smiley faces. Shism sounds bad. I don't know why. It just does. Uh, the feud between the two stables continued in a roadblock. Shism leader Gacy defeated Chase when Hale got in Ava's face. On the March 21 episode during a debut, a debate between the two teams, which also included Tyler Bate siding with Chase University. They agreed to an eight-person mixed tag team match as Dan Deliver, where the winning team would gain control of Chase University. I love that they included last year's Next in Line inductees as the followers of Schism and Chase University. I recognize a lot of these people right away. Um, if you don't know, I did an episode last year of the NIL, the Next in Line athletes, that WWE hired, and that's on episode 69. So give it a lesson. I mentioned their statistics, what they've done, uh, what they accomplish, uh, and also 
go to the Instagram page. I have two posts about them with their names and their photo images. Lots of them I recognize. I follow them on Twitter and Instagram. They're amazing. They're awesome. They're going to do great things on NXT and in the future. However, I don't think they're going to let Ava Rain lose her first match. And I don't think Thea Hale is going to be mind that she loses to The Rock's daughter. So it's going to be dark days ahead for Chase University. And where the hell did Tyler Bate come from? It feels like a setup. He betrays him. We get the villain era and new member of Schism. I know. <laughs> yeah, Cooper's got a lot to say. Yes, he does. <laughs> um, in December of 2021, Johnny Gargano allowed his NXT contract to expire so he could stay home and spend time with his family following the birth of his son, Quill. Yes, named after Guardians of the Galaxy. Following this, he was interrupted by Grayson Waller, who proclaimed he was the future of NXT before violently attacking Gargano. In August of 2022, Gargano returned to WWE and was promoted to the main roster on the Raw brand. Following his NXT championship loss, Waller would go on to sabotage NXT until he got what he wanted. Despite being suspended, NXT general manager, Shawn Michaels, there goes. He's the general manager now. He agreed to talk things over with Waller at Roadblock. During the Grayson Waller effect, talk show Waller challenged Michaels to a match at Stand and Deliver, but he declined, saying that as much as he wanted to, there was someone who wanted to have a match with Waller even more. Michaels then introduced Waller's opponent for the event, which turned out to be Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano, returning to NXT for the first time in 15 months. On the March 21 episode, Gargano came up with a contract for an unsanctioned match between him and Waller, but Waller said he would only sign it on the next episode on the condition that Gargano would not be in the building, and Gargano agreed. The next week, Waller signed the contract to make the unsanctioned match stipulation official. There's your other (laughs) spoiler alert, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> I was like, eh, that's going to be Tuesday, but hey. Uh, I think it's time for Waller to move up to the main roster. You think so? Uh, yeah, she freaking annoyed me in NXT so much that, you know what, just go. Go already. Go. Gargano wins, but, you know, you don't see Waller. You don't hear from Waller for the next few weeks. And then she shows up on the main roster on SmackDown, not on Raw, not yet. Like, we don't want that match to happen yet. Give it a few more months. And he'll move up to Raw. Be like, I'm the main attraction. Like, oh, shit. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't need to know that. Braun Breaker versus Carmelo Hayes. The main event. What do you think? How do you think it's going to go? You know, I think... I hate to say it, but I think Braun Breaker's going to lose. Oh, shoot. And I okay. only because I think he may be coming to the main roster. Maybe coming to one of them, at least. Yeah. Whoever loses yeah. goes to the main roster, basically. So it's not a yeah. lose-lose situation here. No. Um, because it's for the NXT Championship belt. These yeah. two have been like consistent with... The fans, the fans love Braun Breaker. They hate him. 
the fans love Carmelo Hayes. They hate him. So they've been consistent with appearances. Um, awesome freaking 10-star matches. Carmelo Hayes versus um, Ricochet. And then Braun Breaker against basically everybody from NXT. They threw at him, which was of heel. And either regardless of who they who what the heel was, they still hated Braun Breaker. Uh, the only thing memorable about Braun Breaker was the whole time that triple threat match where he quoted his uncle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the uh, Steiner math moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but after that, I like this whole time right now, if anything, whoever wins, the loser goes to the main roster. Yeah. So yeah, this pretty much it's not a lose-lose for them it's a win-win yeah Car- uh carmelo hayes wins that'd be freaking awesome Braun goes to the main roster and competes against brock lesnar and all of them uh yeah. ron wins carmelo goes to the main roster he goes to raw or smackdown or 205 live whichever because i want to see him in the uh, matches against um ricochet again yeah yeah yeah, I heard that. I didn't see the match, but I heard it was, you know, it was really, really good. You know, both of them are, you know, excellent athletes. And, you know, I think having somebody like Carmelo Hayes against Ricochet, you know, put him back in singles competition. You know, not yeah. that him and Braun Strowman isn't great because they're very, it's very unlikely duo. Yeah. But I like Ricochet as, you know, a singles competitor because he's amazing. He is. What's up? You know, we saw him. Uh, he was in a dark match um, at the SmackDown that I went to back in September. Yeah. And he's just, I can't believe, you know, his athleticism. He's amazing. For sure. Yeah. Like so. Love, love him too. I think, you know, giving him some someone who's at his caliber is, you know, really going to shoot both of them, you know, to be better. Okay. So. After that, stay tuned for later that night, possibly 6 p.m. Central on the Peacock Network for night one of WrestleMania. We don't know the schedule just yet as of this podcast. I wanted to put it out as early as I possibly can, so we are going to just go with matches that we know are happening so far. What is up? This is Fuck It Let's Talk with your host, Christine. Monthly, I'll be here to discuss the ups and woes of parenting and explore topics with other parents, or not parents, in hopes of finding a little sanity. Just a warning, the keyword here is puke. Eventually you'll get it. So come join me where we explore honest takes on parenting and life. Don't forget to follow on Spotify or subscribe wherever else the podcast is available. Be sure to check out the polls on Anchor, where you can also show some support if it tickles your fancy. And if you want more, head on over to the newsletter, F It Let's Talk on WordPress. I look forward to curse chatting with you. Fuck it. Let's talk.
are listening to Mama Murdered a Podcast. I'm your host, A.B. Mama Murdered a Podcast is a podcast where me, the mama, will be killing it on the podcast. We're taking a deep dive into things that are hard to talk about and even harder to believe that these things actually happen in the world that we live in. This entire podcast will be a trigger warning. I'll be talking about triggering topics while I dive headfirst into a lot of the cases that I'll be covering. New episodes will be released every week on Wednesdays because... Well, because nobody likes Mondays and because Fridays are for day drinking and barbecues. Some of the case topics will be murder, of course, serial killers like Dennis Rader, the BTK killer, missing persons cases like five-year-old Summer Wells who vanished from her own yard in broad daylight in the middle of June in Tennessee in 2021, and especially the ones where it kind of seems like they just vanished into thin air, like Brian Schaefer. He walked into a bar, but he never walked out. He's still never been seen again. I'll also be covering cold cases and lesser-known cases. Join me every Wednesday to talk about all things tragic, murder, and things that happen in the down right ugliest sides of society if you like what you hear and you want to support the podcast you can rate me on spotify you can also leave a review and rating on apple podcast you can follow me on twitter and instagram at murdered underscore mama all of these things are free and they only take about a second to do and it really does help grow the podcast if you have any case suggestions please send them my way you can send them to the email address mama murdered a podcast at gmail.com Here's what we know is no longer happening. Bray Wyatt versus Bobby Lashley has been canceled due to something going on with Bray. And instead, Lashley has been put into the Under the Giant Memorial Battle Royal next Friday night on SmackDown. Here's what we do know is happening on night one. Austin Theory versus John Cena. Since April 2022, Austin Theory and John Cena had been teasing a match against each other over social media. The two briefly came face-to-face during Cena's 20-year anniversary celebration on the June 27, 2022 episode of Raw, where Theory mocked Cena and called him out of touch. In February 2023, during the Elimination Chamber post-event press conference after Theory had retained the United States Championship at the event, Theory was annoyed that everyone was asking about Cena instead of his own accomplishment. After it was announced that Cena would be making his return on the March 6th episode of Raw, Theory stated that he would be giving him a warm welcome. Theory confronted Cena on that episode and claimed that Cena was an inspiration to him and then challenged Cena to face him at WrestleMania 39 for the United States Championship. However... Cena declined as he felt Theory was not ready. After some coaxing from Theory, Cena show allowed his hometown of Boston to decide and they cheered to see the match, which prompted Cena to accept the challenge. On March 24th, it was confirmed that the match would open night one. So what do you got? Uh, I got Cena. Oh no, I'm tired of Austin Theory running around with that belt. <laughs> oh, okay. I wish my Test Ford would have won it at Elimination Chamber. All right. Yeah. I'm like, uh, you know, of him winning, you know, all of these, you know, all these competitions against much better wrestlers. Yeah, you know what I mean. So right. I'm like, I think, yeah, I think he should lose it to 
John Cena. Yeah, that's where I'm going. And then he can be all embarrassed. <laughs> yeah. Embarrassed. John Cena, you know, talk about his bald spot. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> um, my thing is Cena was right. If Cena wins, Derry loses. And if Derry wins, Derry still loses because he's going to have to deal with the Raw after WrestleMania crowd. Which are a tough crowd as well. Like they, they're not gonna care at all that he did it. They're just gonna freaking boo him out of the building. Yep. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, another match for night one: Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul at the Royal Rumble. Logan Paul, who had been out with an injury since Crown Jewel in November. 2022 made a surprise return as an entrant in the men's Royal Rumble match and eliminated Seth freaking Rollins. Following this, Rollins began badmouthing Paul in interviews, stating that he did not want Paul to be in the WWE. At Elimination Chamber during the titular match, Paul snuck into the chamber and attacked Rollins, costing him the United States Championship. Paul accepted Rollins' invitation to appear on the March 6th episode of Raw, where Rollins wanted to fight only for Paul to decline and state that he would not fight for free and hinted that they could fight at WrestleMania 39. You know, point at the sign. Point at the sign. There you go. WrestleMania host The Miz then claimed that he could make the match official, and it was later confirmed. On his impulsive podcast, Paul stated that the match would be happening on night one. Yeah. <laughs> I got Seth on that one. I do too. Yeah. Let me tell you why. Go ahead. Um, I don't think that Seth will lose this match. He can't lose two WrestleMania matches in a row. Yeah. Yeah. No, you know what? I, I agree. You know, this, I think with Logan Paul, I think this will, you know, kind of bring him down a notch because he's like, oh, I've gone to battle and you lost. You know, you lost to Roman at Crown Duel. Yeah. You know, even bringing his brother out, you know. Yeah. That didn't help him at all. You know, yeah, he won WrestleMania with The Miz and then The Miz, you know, backstabbed him. Right. So, well, yeah, I'm like, yeah, Seth, you know, and I think this whole one punch gimmick yeah. is, I, I'm like, this is dumb. It is. So <laughs> I'm like, nah, Seth Rollins is going to take it to him. Yeah, he better, because last year was his the favor Yeah, Cody Rose. Yeah. Like, and he loses three pay-per-views in a row, and then he loses WrestleMania again. I'd rather yeah. see Seth win. Yeah. If, but if Logan wins this match, that would mean he would have a WrestleMania streak at 2-0. and Yeah. And I would hate to hear that on Raw. Yep. This is my ring now. <laughs> this is my yep. yard now. Get out of here. Get out of here. You're not even a wrestler. Get out. Uh, Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, let me rephrase that. 
Charlotte Flair versus Mommy for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. At the Royal Rumble, Rhea, Ross Rhea Ripley won the Women's Royal Rumble match to earn a Women's Championship match of her choice at WrestleMania 39. On the following episode of Raw, she chose to challenge Charlotte Flair, the other mommy, for the SmackDown Women's Championship, setting up a WrestleMania rematch between the two from WrestleMania 36 in 2020, where Flair had won that year's Rumble and had chosen and defeated Ripley for the NXT Women's Championship. This subsequently marks the first women's WrestleMania rematch to happen at a WrestleMania. This is a hard one. <laughs> um, I'm going with mommy. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, I think they might because then, you know, the judgment day will come to SmackDown now. Oh. Yeah, I mean, they all right. kind of, you know, go, you know, back and forth. But yeah, I want Rhea to win, but I like Charlotte Flair. I mean, I like both of them. So, I mean, they're both they're both amazing athletes, and you know, like I said before, I've been on Team Rhea since I saw her in NXT, and she would be the only ju- member of Judgment Day to With have a championship belt. Yeah, yeah. So. Maria, let's go. Like, I'm the leader now. Yeah. Like, oh man, it's mommy with the belt. I love it. Yeah. Um, next match Bianca Belair versus Asuka for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. Do the affirmation women's Royal Rumble match winner choosing the SmackDown Women's Championship at the Olympian Chamber match was scheduled for the epitomous event to determine. Bianca Belair's challenger for the Raw Women's Championship at WrestleMania 39. The match was won by Asuka. Nah, I think Bianca's going to keep it. I pick Bianca Belair. Bianca. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I can't deal with another loss for Asuka at a WrestleMania. Yeah. Like if we if we did that for Seth Rollins, like we gotta do it for Oscar. But at the yeah. same time, she could turn heel. Like this whole thing with her being turning dark, she could yeah. turn heel and do the kind of storyline later after that. Mm. Like I could see that happening. So yeah, maybe uh Bianca Belair beats her and then uh like, oh here, come here, let me shake your hand and embrace you. And then Asuka just like spits the mist on her and just you know, yeah, just, um, great Muta, right? Like, oh, you know, homage. Here you go, sir. I did it for yeah. you, yeah. So, uh, next match, probably on the next night, <laughs> yeah. No, uh, Brock Lesnar versus Omas. On the February 20th episode of Raw, Omaz and his manager MVP addressed the match between Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley from Elimination Chamber. MVP called Lesnar a coward and claimed that Lesnar intentionally disqualified himself because Lesnar knew he could not break Lashley's hurt lock submission. MVP then invited Lesnar to Raw the following week to accept Omaz's challenge for a match at WrestleMania 39. That episode... After MVP sold him on the match, 
Lesnar accepted. I got Brock. I got five minutes on Brock. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to do the old, the old Goldberg match again. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Just Omos needs something. Work? You know, he, work? You know, he needs to work. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> he... I mean, the he had a, a match on Raw with Mustafa Ali that lasted like two minutes. Hey, they all do. You know, because he doesn't. I don't think. He, I mean, he don't know how to fight. You know, that his he's too big to be doing this. Right. You know what I mean? So, you know, he just like, kicks him or you know power slams him. That's it. Put him against. Brock yeah. put him against Roman, put him against all the bigger guys. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. So there's that. Yeah. Yeah, I say Brock. Brock. Okay. Real quick. Yeah. Uh, like, I'm going to say five minutes, of course. Brock, where's um, all the last. And then, like, again, I'm like, eh, maybe I'll just ra- raid the fridge. Who knows? <laughs> like as soon as I go make my sandwich, oh shit, the match is over. Yeah, exactly. What I miss? Oh, no. oh, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Omas trying to do the hand thing on Brock, and Brock just flips him over for the F five. A few yeah. uh, suplex city, and then that's it. He's done. Yeah. Uh, next match, Gunter versus Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre for the WWE Intercontinental Championship. On the March 3rd episode of SmackDown, a fatal five-way match between Drew McIntyre, LA Knight, Sheamus, Kofi Kingston, and Kerry Cross was announced for the following week, where the winner would face Gunter for the Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania 39. On March 9th, it was announced that due to injury, Kingston's New Day tag team partner, Xavier Woods, would replace him in the match. A double pinfall occurred in the match with McIntyre and Sheamus named co-winners. It was then announced that the two would face each other the following week to determine the definitive number one contender. However, that match ended in the no contest after Imperium, Gunter, Ludwig Kaiser, and Giovanni Vinci attacked both men. WWE official Adam Pearce then decided that Gunter would defend the championship against both McIntyre and Sheamus in a triple threat match at WrestleMania. I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> I knew there was going to be a fatal, you know, a, a three-way. Three-way, you know? let's go. I knew it. It's, it's going to be a good match. No matter if it's on what, night one or night two, it's going to be a really good match. You know what I think and, about this match? Wow. Well, boys, we got ourselves a good old-fashioned headbanger. It's going to be a banger. After banger, yeah. after banger. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't so, matter who wins. Uh, I'm going to say Gunter, though. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, Gunter. And then the Seamus and McIntyre to continue the feud. It's like, oh, man, come on. You guys were just friends right now. Too bad. I, know. I was like, you know, I think, I think Seamus is going to win. I think they're going to uh, give it to, you know, he's going to win. But yeah. it's gonna be super close, super you close. know. It ain't gonna be easy. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, I think Sheamus. Sheamus with the Intercontinental Championship. Okay. Yeah. And I say Gunther. All right. 
<laughs> uh, Trish Stratus, Alita, and Becky Lynch versus Damage Control, Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Io Sky. At SummerSlam in July 2022, Bailey made her return from injury along Dakota Kai and Io Sky after Becky Lynch match. Lynch would take time off due to the injury from Bailey, Kai, and Sky, and the three dubbed themselves as Damage Control. Lynch made a return in November and led her team in defeating Damage Control's team in a War Games match at Survivor Series. Over the next few weeks, Damage Control continued targeting Lynch, and on the February 6, 2023 episode of Raw, during a steel cage match between Lynch and Bailey. WWE Hall of Famer leader returned to prevented Kai and Sky from interfering in the match, allowing Lynch to defeat Bailey. Lynch and Lita then defeated Kai and Sky on the February 27th episode to win the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship, thanks to returning fellow Hall of Famer Trish Stratus, who prevented Bailey from interfering. The following week, Stratus, who had retired at SummerSlam in 2019 stated that she was coming out of retirement so that she, Lynch, and Lita could challenge Damage Control to a six-woman tag team match at WrestleMania 39 and Damage Control accepted. I think it's going to be Becky Lynch's team. Becky Lynch. Because, I'm, I'm t- you know, Damage Control, they're, they seem like they're supposed to be like all big and bad. But then it's like, oh, no, we don't know. You know, we have to cheat every time. Right. I'm like, they're actually pretty good wrestlers. You know, fight. You know, do a clean match. And I don't think that they, I think they need to be knocked down. So, so yeah, I'm going with uh, Becky Lynch's team. Knock them down a peg. Yep, knock them down. Uh, I don't care who wins. And then I say Dakota Kai Eosky turn on Bailey. Oh, you you say that? You say yep. that? Okay, because mm-hmm. I have the other way around. I have like a different perspective on this. Um, of course, I'm gonna love this match, but there's rumors that Trish is supposed to turn heel. Oh yeah. So maybe that gets put in effect the next night on Raw, when she caused Becky Lynch and Lita the tag team titles. This basically puts Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus at the next pay-per-view, and she's been wanting to fight her. Why not? Uh-huh. Like She did have a problem last time, and she left. So maybe they're going to do that. Mm. <clears throat> so yeah. I'm saying, yeah, maybe, 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 maybe. So we're going to go. Okay. So yeah, that, that's what I think it's going to happen. <laughs> um, Edge versus Finn Balor. Oh, oh, <laughs> yes. I, I, I can't wait for this one. Can't I wait know, for this. like been a year, year yeah. long. At WrestleMania 38, Edge won his match thanks to a distraction from Damian Priest. The two then formed a faction named the Judgment Day. Over the next couple of months, Rhea Ripley and Finn Balor would also be added to the group. In June, however, Balor, Priest, and Ripley turned on Edge, kicking him out of the group. In September, the Judgment Day recruited Dominic Mysterio. 
I remember that. <laughs> I do too. As he continued his feud with the Judgment Day over the next few months, and he and his wife, Beth Phoenix, teamed up to defeat Balor and Ripley at Elimination Chamber. On the following episode of Raw, Edge, who felt his feud with the Judgment Day was over, lost his United States Championship match after interference from Balor. The following week, Balor said their feud was not done and challenged Edge to a match at WrestleMania 39. On the following week's episode, Edge interfered in Balor's match, causing him to lose, and Edge challenged Balor to meet him alone on the next episode. There, the two agreed to a Hell in a Cell match at WrestleMania 39, and Edge said he wanted to face Balor's demon persona. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. Yeah. I I gotta go with Finn. Finn? I think Finn's gonna win. And just put it now all to rest. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say Demon <laughs> Balor. Yeah. Because, and they, they should have just, like, done this already, but the whole thing with the blood, with Gam, yeah. when Edge was with the brood, mm-hmm. they should have just done with that already. Maybe they'll do yeah. it on Monday. Maybe. Or maybe well, they've done do, it already on Monday. Do, who did he do that on recently? Like last year. I know yeah. he did it to somebody last year, but I forgot who. But I think it was... um. AJ Styles, when he was feeding with him. What's yeah, I forgot. Nah, I forgot. But Balor, Demon Balor wins. He comes out looking like, I don't know what he's going to look like. It's going to be awesome. He can't do the Spider-Man things. I, he can't do the Venom one. It has to be like a new makeup thing. Yeah. But um. If Edge can do it, maybe come out with the uh, brood theme music yeah. again. Yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> uh, man, I'm going to love that one. Yeah. I'm excited. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just like so... I don't know what night it's going to be on. Whether it's night one or night two. You're but right. I'm like, that's, that's going to be a good match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, next few matches, Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez versus Natalia and Shotzi versus Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler versus a team that is to be determined. And then Strocoche Express? Is that what they're calling them? Something. What the hell is that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Strowman Ricochet? Yeah. Strocochet? All right, Braun Strowman and Ricochet versus the Street Profits, Angela Dawkins and Montez Ford versus Alpha Academy, Chad Gable and Otis versus the Viking Raiders, Eric and Ivar with Valhalla. I love Otis already. <laughs> I can't. I laugh every time I see Otis. Gosh. <laughs> it's so new. It's like, let's do that. Please, can you just get rid of Chad Gable and give Otis that little thing? That'd be great. But they're not going to do it, so it's, it'd be funny. On the March 17th episode of SmackDown, it was announced that at WrestleMania, there would be two WrestleMania showcase matches, which would be a Fatal 4 with tag team match with one E each for the women and men. Qualifying matches for the women's showcase began that night. Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez qualified by defeating Tegan Knox and Emma 
the following week, Natalia and Shotzi qualified by defeating Xia Li and Lazy Evans. That was a weird match. <laughs> the yeah. weird pairing. Lazy Evans and Xia Li. Okay. I know. And after the match, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler were added, bypassing a qualifier match. No qualifying matches were held for the men's showcase as four teams were announced on March 20th. Uh, Ron Strowman and Ricochet, the Viking Raiders, the Street Profits, and Alpha Academy. Um, one of these matches, I'm just be like, nope, I'm out. I'm going to go do something else. Go raid the fridge. Let's check what's going on on Twitter. No, you guys mm-hmm. hate it too? All right. <laughs> But, you know, like, that's going to be the tag match. Like, they could have just done a one-on-one match. It would have been fine. Yeah. Uh, I bet you they're going to they're gonna do a, uh, like, last chance. Yeah, for the girls. You know? Yeah, for the girls. And I bet it's going to be, like, Emma and, and Tegan Knox. Mm, okay. I, I don't know. But they've oh. been pushing uh Rhonda and Shayna. They have. Yeah. Uh, what is her name? Uh, with the pink. and uh, She was the um, 24-7 champion for so many times. Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke's been tweeting about that. And she's like, let me in there. <laughs> so she, she, she has a team. She has a, somebody with her already. All um, I know is I don't want uh, Chelsea Green and oh my god can i speak to your manager i know i'm like i'm tired of her already why'd she have to come back (laughs) because we need her for um zach Ryder. oh yeah is there a plan for him to come back or no i really i have no idea um he said the zach Ryder character is dead he wants to come back as matt cardona so hopefully there's that All right, last two matches. Oh, matches. in the men's, I say it's gonna be. Uh, I like Otis, in, but I really want Street Profits to win. Street Profits, yeah. yeah. Street Profits, sure. and then the girls. I think it's gonna be Rhonda and Shayna. You know, uh, I want, but you know. Yeah, win. she's been pushing for that. And one of my tag belts. Shut up. Whatever. Shut up. <laughs> Anywho, next. <laughs> next. The Usos versus Kevin Owens and Zami Zayn. Did you see that? Lovely pick. I want that shirt. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, my, yeah, my sister's like, how much is that? How much is it? I want that shirt now. It's 30 bucks, but you wouldn't get it till after WrestleMania, of course. Of course. They said it's not going to ship out till like April 14th. You know what? I hate that. <laughs> let's, let's, let's let me let me go through this first, and then I'll tell you what. Okay. <laughs> Since late 2020, Kevin Owens had an off and on feud with the Bloodline at Survivor Series War Games in November 2022. Owens was on the opposing team in a War Games match against the Bloodline, which included Owens' best friend Sami Zayn, who joined the Bloodline as an honorary member in mid 2022. Honorarius! <laughs> the Bloodline was victorious at Survivor Series thanks to Zayn betraying Owens. After Bloodline leader Roman Reigns defeated Owens at the 2023 Royal Rumble, 
bloodline members, the Usos, Jay Uso, Jimmy Uso, and Solo Sokoa attacked Owens while Zane watched on in uncertainty. Reigns ordered Zane to attack Owens with a steel chair, but Zane turned on Reigns and attacked him instead. <laughs> Zane apologized to Jay, who he had become close with, only for Jimmy Sokoa and Reigns to attack Zane as an emotionally distraught Jay left the ring as the rest of the bloodline continued the assault. This led to a match between Reigns and Zayn at Elimination Chamber, where Reigns won. But after the match, Owens prevented the bloodline, except Jay, from further attacking Zayn. On the following Raw, Zayn said that despite their rough history, he and Owens should work together to take down the bloodline. Owens said that he only assisted Zayn so that Zayn's family would not have to see him get destroyed like Owens did in front of his own family at the Royal Rumble. And he told Zane he would continue fighting alone. Over the next weeks, Zane tried to convince the Usos that Reigns was manipulating them. Jimmy maintained his loyalty to his family while Jason Zerny continued until the March 6th episode of Raw, where he seemingly sided with Zane, but then turned on him, super kicked to the face. Because Zane was not family. The following week, Reigns' WrestleMania opponent Cody Rhodes attempted to help resolve issues between Owens and Zayn, but Owens refused. However, later that night, Owens came to Zayn's aid, who got ambushed by the Usos, and Owens and Zayn were embraced. On the March 20th episode of Raw, the Usos accepted Owens and Zayn challenge for a match at WrestleMania 39 for the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship. <sighs> Um, I think <laughs> it's going to be the Usos. It's going to be the Usos. Yeah. Why? Because they're, I think it is just because they're going to just want, they want them to, you know, keep being the champions. Okay. True. What I would love to see yes. is the belt split. Oh. You yeah. I mean? I, yeah. Just I like with Roman, I want the belt <clears throat> split. I can Go back that. to having one for Raw, one for SmackDown. True, true. You true. know what I mean? I mean, not that, that, you know, the Usos didn't, you know, put in the work because, you know, they've been, ever since they unified the tag team belts, they've been working. Yes. You know, but I don't know, just something's telling me that they're not going to just not make them, you know, keep them the champions. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I love, you know, the bloodline storyline. I love it. You know, and that they got all the gold, but I think it's time to <laughs> split those belts. So, um, if you heard this show before, and you heard it last year during our weekly wrap-up, you know we love statistics on this show. So with that being said, as of right now, the Usos have been WWE Unified Tag Team Champions for 614 days. That is the longest reigning Tag Team Champions in WWE history. So maybe we start seeing the foundation crack when they lose those Tag Team titles. Yeah. Plus... 
I'm getting trolled right now by some person named Zach, who's a big supporter of the show, by the way, sending me Photoshop pictures of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn with the tag team titles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying anything to him, but he may be right. We may be getting new tag team champions, but I will have that hope that the Bloodline continues to be the longest reigning champion. Yeah. Also, if you remember a while back, there was a shirt made before WrestleMania Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho. Okay. I think that what was ha- when I wasn't watching. What happened there? Huh? What happened there? I don't know. The list of Chris Jericho. No, oh. no, 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 no. It was Chris Jericho and AJ Styles. It was the Y2 AJ um, shirt. And it happened the week before WrestleMania that they made those shirts and people wanted them. And then there was that match between Jericho and AJ Styles the following week at WrestleMania, and they split up. Oh. So, with that in mind, like, just because they made shirts for this match for these two doesn't mean that it's real, that they're going to keep it like that. So, with the whole thing, yeah, so I'm like, oh, that'd be a fun shirt to have, but why aren't they selling it right now? (laughs) <laughs> like you know True, like, are yeah. we going to have to wait until after Wrestlemania it's like alright and then you see it after Wrestlemania it's no longer there so yeah. I'm like if it is true we'll wait after Wrestlemania if it's not uh, they toyed with our emotions Kevin Owens um, betrays Zemi Zayn in this match is what I'm thinking might happen <clears throat> oh. oh I hate it's it so I hate it I hate it. I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. But still I want them to stay, you know. I wanted to stay too. I that whole thing with them embracing that was freaking awesome. That was a huge pop. It was amazing. Like they need to do more of that. But no. Like we can't have nice things because of that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um the next match. Hope our parents are watching. Uh, Ray Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio. Yeah, <laughs> it was like I told you one of these days. I'm gonna the one on the pinche cachetada. <laughs> Backhand your face in the mm-hmm. make, make your face blaze. Anyway, Ray Mysterio would also have his own issues with the Judgment Day, which only heightened when his own son Dominic. Turn on him to join Judgment Day at Clash of the Castle in September. We all saw that. We all know that. We all saw that coming. Jay <laughs> mm-hmm. Ray Ray refused to fight his own son and was about to quit WWE, but he was convinced to stay and he was traded to the SmackDown brand to avoid Judgment Day on Raw. However, their paths would cross again at the Royal Rumble. Ray was supposed to keep beat in the men's Royal Rumble match, but he never came out when his entrance music played. Dominic then entered carrying Ray's mask, implying that he attacked his dad to prevent him from entering. With Judgment Day's Rhea Ripley winning the Women's Royal Rumble and choosing to challenge for the SmackDown Women's Championship, the group been, began appearing on SmackDown. Thus, Dominic began tormenting his dad again. Tormenting, wow. <laughs> on the March 10th episode, it was announced that Ray 
would be the first inductee into the WWE Hall of Fame class of 2023. The Judgment Day interrupted, and Dominic said that his dad did not deserve that recognition. He's a deadbeat dad. <laughs> the following week, an emotional race said he wanted Dominic by his side for his Hall of Fame induction, but Dominic instead tried goading Ray into a match at WrestleMania. Ray, however, affirmed his position that he would not fight his son. No puedo, mijo, no puedo. <laughs> On the March 24th episode, the Mysterio family were in attendance of Ray's match, which he lost thanks to interference from Dominic. Afterwards, Dominic disrespected his mother and sister, forcing Ray to intervene and hit Dominic. Ray then stated that Dominic forced him to do so and accepted his challenge for a match at the grandest stage of them all. We're going to WrestleMania, son. <laughs> I'm going to beat your ass at WrestleMania, boy. <laughs> Let's go. I'm oh, man. Like everybody on Twitter with La Chancla, give him La Chancla. <laughs> We're waiting for it. Um, what do you think? What do you think? You just watch that. It's fresh in your mind. What do you think of that um, whole uh, promo that just happened? Oh, I was waiting. I didn't expect, you know, that whole thing to happen like that. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm for it. I'm for Rey Mysterio beating up his son. Oh, my God. Uh, disrespect the dad all you want, but you say one yeah. word to la jefa. Not yeah. only are you going to get la chancla, you're going to get a pinche cinto, cabron. That's right. <laughs> And Heffet went up to Dom and laid him out. Unfortunately, I see Dom winning this match and celebrating with his mommy on the Raw after WrestleMania. It's gonna happen. Nah, <laughs> uh, nah not WrestleMania weekend where he's getting inducted into the Hall of Fame. WrestleMania weekend, he gets inducted into the Hall of Fame. The next day, he gets beat up. Yeah, no. Nah. By, by his son. Yeah. Aaliyah comes in to save the day. <laughs> <laughs> She's all like, I've been training, Cameron. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> oh. oh. I don't see her. I mean, yeah, I could see her interfering. But that I think, uh, depending on which night they put this on and which night Rhea is fighting Charlotte, you know, I don't know if mommy's going to be there to help Dom. <laughs> Oh, mommy better be there for the help, Dom. Like, hey, come here, puppy. (laughs) Mommy got you. Yeah, and she carries him out of the stadium. (laughs) Don't don't let him take me to jail, mommy. I can't make it to jail. I can't make it to jail, mommy. Won't make it. Yeah, and now he's like, I showed him who's boss. Yeah, right. You, my daddy, tank. My dad hit me. Mommy, yeah. my dad hit me. Yeah. Where were you? <laughs> why didn't you? Why weren't you here with me? He can't. This man is crazy. Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes for the WWE Undisputed Universal Championship title. Ah. Uh, at WrestleMania 38, Cody Rhodes made a surprise return to WWE after having been away from the company for six years. 
fuck him. During his time away, <laughs> he established himself on the independent circuit and helped found WWE's Riper Promotion. That's why All Elite Wrestling in January 2019. At the same event, Roman Reigns became the undisputed WWE Universal Champion by retaining his Universal Championship and winning the WWE Championship. On the Raw after WrestleMania, Rhodes stated that he returned to win the WWE Championship not only for himself, but also for his late father, Dusty, who never won the title. In June, Rhodes suffered a pictorial injury, which sidelined him for several months. At the 2023 Royal Rumble, Rhodes returned and won to a men's Royal Rumble match to earn a match against Reigns for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship at WrestleMania 39. We all saw that coming. While mm-hmm. Rhodes simply wanted to win the championship to bring honor to his family, Reigns, by way of his special counsel, Paul Heyman, wise man, made it personal with Heyman stating that Dusty's last words to him were that although Cody was his favorite son, Reigns, who Dusty trained, was the son he always wanted. On the March 3rd episode of SmackDown, Rose confronted Reigns face-to-face for the first time. Rose claimed that throughout his career, he had always overcome the odds and would do it again at WrestleMania. Reigns reinforced what Heyman had said and then told Rose that at WrestleMania, if there was anything that Dusty did not teach his own son, Reigns would. Let's go. Yeah. I was like, ooh, wow. We are doing this. We made that one real personal. We're gonna have a hot take in a minute. Let's 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 get this over with. Okay. <laughs> um this is from last year. Those of you who heard the show last year at when Cody Rose came back and why I had a problem with it, we're gonna talk about this now. Now's a good time to talk. Because I've been saying this whole year, it's like fuck him. No, he doesn't deserve it. No. Let's go. All right, here we go. So, what's your prediction? <laughs> well, uh, I think Roman's going to win. Obviously. Um, Tribal chief. Of course. Yes, thank you. You know, we the ones. We the ones. Um, but I, I think it's going to be a real good. I think it's going to be close, though. Close. Okay. Yeah, it's not gonna be just you know. I mean, he's gonna smash him, but it's it's he gonna have to work. You know, they gonna smash him. Yeah, Cody. I think he's gonna talk shit the entire time. Yeah, (laughs) you know how he do. (laughs) But yeah, I you up. You have no choice. I'm gonna smash you. I'm gonna do it in front of your family right here. Okay. My God, yeah. <laughs> um, so, what's your hot take? What, my what prediction. My yeah. my prediction is that Roman Reigns wins. Man has been champion for nine hundred and thirty nine days. Mm-hmm. You think he's going to lose it now? He is the longest reigning champion of the modern era, heading into the top five and possibly knocking out. Pedro Morales out of the top five spot. Maybe a SummerSlam, he loses the championship against maybe a member of his own bloodline. But right now, Cody, why? Because his father mm-hmm. never won the WWE championship? Dusty Rhodes was a WWE and NWA guy. When he came to WWE, he was wearing polka dots, and they had him dance around with Sapphire. There was nothing special about Dusty 
in WWE until he became a trainer on NXT. Yeah. He was special in WWE and NWA. Nothing special here. So we're just going to forget that Cody helped start AEW and hit a throne with the sledgehammer that shot the Triple H. Yeah. We're, we're going to forget he took shots at WWE also. Yeah, that's we're not. Right. No, we're not. We're not. No, no, we're not forgetting that. All right, you did that. Now you come over here. You try to um, dance with our big guy, and we're gonna do this to you. Besides, uh, Cody has said that he looks up to Roman Reigns. He's the best, one of the best in WWE. So why yeah. are you gonna take that spot away from him? You know, sense. I mean, he, I think it's, I don't think, you know, Cody's going to win, but I think he's going to, you know, he's going to get close and he's going to, you know, keep doing it until, I think if he doesn't win next week, they're going to keep pushing him to, you know, with this feud and maybe SummerSlam of this year. Right, right, just shy of the you know three year mark. Yeah, but oh no, I mean, I want to see him. You know, I think when Roman's ready to say, you know what, um, I need time off, or you know, I'm ready to not be the the champ. You know, <laughs> it'll happen. But like, I'm not ready. Roman's yet. like, I'm, not I'm here in Hollywood, but I'm not ready yet. Yeah. Uh, Roman Reigns wins. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong, and I'll admit that I'm wrong, but I'm still not going to be a Cody Rhodes fan because these yeah. fans want to sing his praises. Like, who cares? Adrenaline! Thumping, thumping, Cody Rhodes. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. You can say that since yesterday. <laughs> I've been saying that. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, but I'm gonna admit, like, damn, Zach, you were right. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but I'm not gonna tell him yet. <laughs> but like, yeah. told you, dude. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, that's all the predictions we have. Yeah. Ugh. So yeah, thank you for coming on to the show, Sarah. Yes. You're awesome. Yeah. You're amazing as always. Wow. Thank you um, so much. This no has problem. been fun. I know. You're always welcome to come back. You know that. Of course. Um, anything you would like to add? No. No. But just, I just can't wait till till next week. I can't turn it up. Exactly. We're gonna we're gonna be we're gonna be in talking distance. We're gonna be like, Did you see that? I told you. <laughs> I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like we have like to I record said, an episode I have right to now. Wait. I have to wait, literally, because I'm going to be busy. I'm not oh, going to yeah. be able to watch it, you know, when it's on. So, like, I got to stay off my phone. got to stay off social media. You and know, the next day, watch it the next, next day. day. I got to watch, you know, part Ten two. hours. Ten yeah. hours of WrestleMania. Yeah. Because you couldn't watch it the night before. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, and I have to, and I'm like, I mean, I have to, I have to stay off social media because I follow WWE on TikTok and Instagram and Facebook. Plus, oh, there's no. like wrestling pages that get like 
um, suggested on Facebook that will say stuff regarding, oh. you know, whether it's SmackDown or Raw. And I'm like, oh, why do you do this to me? And then I'm like, why do I have to be on social media? What you know? Okay. I'm like, I probably also, just need to take a break. <laughs> also, Instagram. Add Instagram to that because I'm gonna be posting. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, just that's what I said. Oh no, Instagram does it too, and it's always the first thing that shows up. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like I'll turn off you. Yeah, I know. Or um, I get texts from WWE Shop. Oh my god! They do it too. Get your new and new WWE World Champion. Exactly. I'm like, oh my uh, god. <laughs> they turn off like all notifications. Do that, please. Or just leave your phone in the car. Put your phone away. Don't look yeah. at your phone at all. And just like, wait yeah, until you yeah. get home and watch it. Yeah. I come home from the baseball game. Put it on. <laughs> somebody, somebody at the baseball game was like, "Woohoo!" It was like, "What?" Well, and then it's like, so it's it's been funny. Like I've, we've gone to, uh, you know, baseball. We've gone to Mariners games, and they'll play like uh, they played Shinsuke's uh, theme song one time. Yes. You know, so I'm like, oh, I'm like, which is awesome. You know, or yeah. there was a the hockey game. They were playing Shinsuke's thing, and then they played uh, the SmackDown at uh, the XFL game. So I'm like, please don't ruin this for me. Don't ruin it, please. Like, please don't ruin WrestleMania for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. All right, so, we have two more episodes left before we turn 100. I know. I can't believe it. Congrats. Thank you. Shit, that's a lot of episodes. That's a lot of me talking. Yeah. I I lost count at like 5,000 hours or yeah. minutes, something like that. Uh, next episode would be the WrestleMania aftermatch, Aftermath, which will end up being a lot of content. Yeah, I bet. And I will do a very special episode 99 of Wrestling with Mental Health. And then I take a break. Episode 100 will be coming to you in a month as I take this mental health break. But in the meantime, I want a lot of you to add me on Instagram and send me a voice message so I can post them on that episode. Let us know what was your favorite episode, your favorite guest, Sarah, who you should think we should bring on to the show next. Um... And most definitely, episode 100 is going to include our favorite lawyer and yours, my co-host, Michael. Yes. I've He's going to be back. We're going to be back. Yeah. Before you go, you know what time it is. We are almost at our goal of 4,000 downloads. But we are still at 76 followers on Spotify. So do me a favor and smash that follow button. Give us a rating of your choosing. Let us know that you did. And I will shout you out on the show. Just like I'm about to do right now. Uh, the Lit Fairy on Twitter. The Old Man's Podcast. Barcelona Red from a Win is a Win podcast. 
Stressed, Depressed, and Anxious podcast. That's a good podcast, by the way. Aaron and Tommy Super Pod Saga podcast. The other shout out is for the following people on my streams or blogs poetryandpainting.com. Check out their comic book, they're really awesome. You got Jolene, Kush Queen, Menace Smiling. Oh, hey, Sarah. Hey. <laughs> Sarah D2025, Aquarius TV. Crazy Girl 31, Stitch Ninja Taco, Psychologic Analysis by Jan Ross, The THC Ministry, 20-something with BPD, Random Thought Snooter, Blue Dream Original, Highly Glamorous, Intrepid Renegade, I Am Carrot, Owl Goodman, Braddy Bimble 101, Refrigerated Dweeb, Huncho, Love Man's Ovan, Brenda Lamore 1, Toyo Rider, the Melt Star, the J Blue, John Decor, Tali Goffin, K Bear 0111, Back Against the Wall, Jay Wowser, Kaiser 91, Doku Tree, Tommy the Gun, Bevel V, Goody Girl, Manny Gods 03, OG Just PG, Zach, WWE. Boo. <laughs> uh, too sweet for Zach, WWE, too sweet for Lust for Life. She from Houston, California. A is Danny. Bruce, Bruce Leroy, 90. Lisa's Journey, For Real Man. Mermaid Queen of the Sea. Eve-tastic. Morg's Love. Mean Leprechaun. Leprechaun. It kind of reminds you of that movie, The Leprechaun. You remember with that little oh, guy yeah. who goes, I'm the leprechaun. <laughs> Garth, I'm the leprechaun. Cool it, okay. I'm the leprechaun. Stop it, all right? Don't try and steal <laughs> me, Patago. <laughs> Thank you for the support tonight. Those that have been listening, you can find us on other sort of social or audio streaming platforms at our Linktree, linktree.com. From forward slash from under the apron. It has a link to our blog, our socials, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, plus any of your favorite audio streaming devices such as GoodPod, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio account, where you can listen to us as well as leave us a comment or a five-star review, which helps us be discovered by other fans of wrestling and podcasts, as well as the 20 other music and podcast streaming services. If you haven't yet, please follow us on Spotify. We have 76 followers on there so far. We need 24 more. So give us a follow there. Smash that follow button. Let me know when you do by emailing me, and I will gladly shout you out on the podcast on the next episode, just like I did to our friends earlier before. Check out the show notes for links to other podcast trailers that you heard on this episode. Send us a message of your favorite wrestling stories, questions, comments, ratings, or requests by email. It is from underdheapron at gmail.com, and I will do my best to get to them and answer accordingly. Thank you for listening, joining the live, staying the gift, and being a huge part of this community. Tell your friends. Join us next time for more stories, movies, and TV show reviews, as well as wrestling-related stories when we come to you from Under the Apron. Acknowledge me.